We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. Number one on what's trending, fantastic news yet again. It's the second day in a row we've got a great update out of Buffalo, out of Cincinnati, involving Buffalo Bills player DeMar Hamlin, who is now breathing on his own, speaking to the team over FaceTime today. The breathing tube has been removed. Awesome news to hear. He addressed the team in a team meeting, uh, and I can only imagine what that must have been like for the Buffalo Bills to have that experience. So continuing to have great news, DeMar Hamlin continues to make a recovery from uh, suffering cardiac arrest on Monday night against Cincinnati. I mean, all week. Gold did it once yesterday. He what? turned his off in the middle of his what own about ism? No. What about ism? And also, you were here. Remember, it, oh, Nick even could attend. No, 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 it was no. On, that was the other work. time. You did this yesterday. You're like, hey, so I'm talking. And I turned my, you turned your mic off in the middle of it, your own sentence yesterday. Cody, this is like <laughs> classic. What about classic, We're talking about Doesn't you. Matter. I know I screwed up. This just <laughs> in from Albert Breer. Yeah, NFL okay. owners voted through the adjustments to the seating procedures. One time changes under certain circumstances would move the AFC title game to a neutral site under certain circumstances. And the site of the Bengals Ravens wild card round would be up to a coin flip. So all the hypotheticals we were talking about, Albert Breer saying they voted it in and we're done here. So you don't have to wonder if they're going to make some changes. Certainly feels like Cincinnati got the worst end of this. We're yes. going to talk more about what happened here with Kansas City. But, I, I mean, I'm not surprised the owners voted it through. There's no way they were going to float out all that stuff last night if they didn't think the owners would approve it. Yeah, there's one thing we've learned this week, Nick. It's uh, that you don't go to the floor with votes unless you got them. That's what we've definitely learned wow. this week. What do you, do you see mean? what happened here? What Coming do you mean? Next. He's getting political. I didn't. I'm just, I'm just saying votes. Classic if usually, <laughs> usually if you don't have the votes, you don't take a vote. So the owners obviously weren't going to take the vote if they didn't have the votes. Uh, next up on what's trending college basketball guys coming up this weekend as well. If you're the Missouri Tigers, you're coming off a loss, of course, to Arkansas uh, in which they actually had that 16 point lead, but they will take on Vanderbilt tomorrow at 11 a.m. So uh, a chance for the Missouri Tigers to get back on track elsewhere. Locally, it'll be KU basketball taking on West Virginia. That'll be tomorrow at five o'clock out uh, in West Virginia, as a matter of fact. And then the Kansas State Wildcats, who uh, are coming off a hundred and sixteen point performance in which they got a win over Texas. Jerome Tang will take on his former team, the Baylor Bears. Go up against Scott Drew tomorrow against number 19 Baylor. Five o'clock also. So a couple opportunities again for, for all the, all three local schools. I like all three to win. Jerome Taint? Tang. 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 The Tang. I said Tang. I think you said Tang. I said Tang. What are you trying to do? Well, Maybe Cody said it earlier. Early, I thought well, you did Cody said it. Tainted earlier. Yeah, that's very <laughs> different. We don't want to go back <laughs> to that. What are we doing? Are you, you all right, Nick? Back. No, I'm fine. You How are you guys? Right? How are Next you guys up doing? on What's Trending, Jason Bean, who reportedly a couple of weeks ago was a long shot 
to return back to Kansas has admitted he's coming back to Kansas. Your thoughts from the Waving the Wheat podcast, Nick? I'm just excited to see him come back for a senior year and flick it. He's still going with that, isn't he? He thinks he's really clever with that one. Real clever. He got all mad at all these Grady <laughs> yeah, Dick jokes, yeah. and he's going to keep making those. Because okay. mine is subtle. Well, okay. Coming up next. Uh, how about injuries in the NFL for these massive games this weekend? We did learn that Jalen Hurts is trending towards playing on Sunday. We'll see. He was limited in practice yesterday. No official word yet, but we know there is still a scenario where if the Eagles lose, they could lose the number one seat. So it is a meaningful game. For Philadelphia, they'll play the Giants. The Giants have nothing to play for on. And Sunday. If you do this, you can get them an extra week of rest right after it. Yes, yep, that's yeah, that's the payoff for sure. But that's a playoff caliber team they're playing. That's a team who they're going to see in the postseason. Hypothetically, you have to get that win if you're if you're Philadelphia. Lastly, on what training? Don't forget our playoff pilsner being released at Cinder Block Brewery coming up on Friday, January thirteenth. That's at six o'clock. We will have our playoff beer release party. Everyone at 610, except for Nick, will be in attendance. Right. Yeah, he's not ready not to enjoy up. the playoff Pilsner and all the other things available. Come out and see us. Dusty Likens will have his show out there live as well. We were out there. I think I was I was out there much later than I was originally intending, I think, the last time. It was. Pe- some people started buying some drinks. We all yeah. started having a good time. So it you got to come out. It was an excellent time last year. That's Friday, January 13th at 6 p.m. You got loose was- with it last year. Cody. Me? Yeah. I don't remember getting loose with it. I don't know. There were a, f- there were a few comments you made where I kind of looked at Alex and be like, we should get him out of here. <laughs> Yeah, let's go for two years in a row. Yeah, everybody made a big deal about Tom Brady needing escorted off the boat after their Super Bowl parade and needing help. That was kind of what Nick and I had to do. It was get me out of the building, man. That's yeah. close to my home base, man. Short Uber trip. Yeah, well, that's that's smart. We were just saying some offensive things. I don't, I don't remember that being. So, the if case. you want to hear Cody say offensive things, more reason to show up uh, to the playoff Pilsner release party next Friday at Center Block Brewing. That's what's trending. Here on Cody and Gold. Uh, you mentioned it, Cody, during What's Trending. Let's get people caught up to exactly what's going on. Uh, and then we're going to go out to Buffalo in about 20 minutes and kind of get their perspective. Mike Schoep, uh, friend of the show, WGR 550, our sister station. Uh, find out not only this week and what that's been like for up up there, but also their reaction. Like, we've, we've, we've given our reaction. We'll continue to this change in playoff uh, seating, right, and venue potentially for an AFC title game, what's the Buffalo Bills fans' reaction? Did they want this game to be replayed? Are they happy with the the uh, change that the NFL is going to do? So we'll get to that in, in just a little bit. But now the NFL owners did vote via Zoom today to approve the changes that was recommended by the competition committee yesterday and Roger Goodell. And, yes, the title game uh, for the AFC potentially could be at a neutral site. It requires for that to happen, the Chiefs and Bills to face each other. Uh, or a scenario where both Buffalo and Kansas City lost this weekend and Cincinnati won. There's some other one. The most likely scenario is if the yes. Chiefs win and the Bills win this weekend, if it's Chiefs and Bills in a title game, it becomes a neutral site. Other than that, if the Chiefs win Saturday, they're going to get the number one seed, they're going to get the bye week, and they would host a title game against anybody other than than Buffalo. Uh, the one stipulation people thought could have got switched over during the meeting and it didn't was the, the, the issue with the Bengals and Ravens game. The coin flip portion, because it does seem a little weird. Yeah, Cincinnati's kind of getting. I, you know what it is. Bad. It's bad because deal here. versus like the Buffalo thing, where I feel like there are some questions, or if Cincinnati's going to be one, if the Chiefs are going to be the one. Cincinnati was winning that division. All right, it was yeah. like to me, it was gonna happen the whole time, no matter what. Now I understand that technically, I just don't think Cincinnati was losing both the Buffalo game and Week 18. They were going to win one of those two games. They were going to win the division, and we could have stopped this conversation. 
The one thing that doesn't make me feel bad about Cincinnati is none of this is going to matter if you just beat some quarterback's name I can't even remember. Like Anthony Brown or something? Yeah. All right, beat Anthony <laughs> Brown, and none of this matters for you anyway. So to me, that seems relatively yeah. minor just as long as that gets approved. We're getting some numbers. If you're just curious on, on the votes uh, for this, so according to Mike Florio, on the proposal to change the rule regarding the implications and how it infect the, impact the Chiefs, they, they needed 24 votes. They got 25. Three to Ooh. four voted no, and the rest abstained. So, you know, curious. I'm going <laughs> to guess Kansas City abstained. Well, yeah. I'm going to guess. Well, three to four said no. Are we? I mean, three to four said no. Cincinnati was probably a no. Remember, there was a report earlier today that yeah. they were actively fighting against it. And honestly, who I don't really blame them. them. I wonder who joined with them. If we were ranking who got the best end of this deal, one through four, it is Chiefs 1, Buffalo 2, Baltimore 3, and Cincinnati 4. They absolutely got the worst end of this draw. Yeah, so I, I, don't, I and Pete said it as well, and I, I agree with both of you, that out of the eventual outcome that we've got to here of scenarios, the Chiefs are the best position. I don't think there's any dispute with that. I don't think you and I need a rehash for the fifth time in the last 24 hours. We certainly can. That, that we disagree on the solution. Now, the solution they came it's up with. It's weird because we agree on what the solution <laughs> should have been. Which was just replay the game and yes. push everything back. Correct. Yeah. So I think what they arrived at, the Chiefs are in the best spot because they have, they're going to get the bye week if they win on Saturday. And there's a very good chance still that they could host a home playoff. And they wouldn't home, have uh, AFC Yeah, game. and they wouldn't have to face both Cincinnati but, and Buffalo if either of those teams are making it. And they could still host Cincinnati. At their home stadium, just by beating right. the Raiders this weekend, yeah. they wouldn't have to worry about Cincinnati. It would only be Buffalo, who would have to yeah. get through two I, opponents before getting to you. I just still just don't overall like that. I don't, I don't think all these changes were needed. That's it, right? To simplify, I don't think all these changes were needed once you decided not to play a game. To me, it should have just been off of what the actual records were. We, we're you and I are never going to agree on that. But that, that to me, would have been the simple. To me, we, they, they, made a, they made a lot of changes uh, that, to me, were not. And I think they did it because they were connecting the two events. Yeah, I understand. Like, I really do understand. Because if you're a Chiefs season ticket holder. That sucks. This sucks. This sucks. If you had plans, even if you're not a season, and you were like, I'm going to go to the AFC title game. Here's the other thing. I I know that this sounds like, I mean, they've had four straight. You you had some chances to go to the AFC title game. Yeah, but you don't know. Hold on, no, that's it's not, not how, all that that's bad. That's not how this they've works. hosted four hold straight. On, it's okay, not, it's not like it's someone else's Dude, turn. I no, honestly though, I it's not anybody else's turn to be neutral site. I would feel, but I would feel worse. I really would. If this is the first AFC title game the Chiefs had hosted in 15 years, I'd be like, oh my god, I can't believe you're going to take this away. They've hosted the last four. There've been a whole lot of AFC title games in Kansas City. Like. It's not like, oh, but this is my only chance. Like, ah, man, you had plenty. And the Chiefs are going to give you I more. I understand, but like it's your, as we know in sports, fortunately, this is what makes it great. It is truly a year-to-year thing, right? There's no guarantee of what you get the next year. Look at the Rams. They went from winning the Super Bowl to now they're going to finish with, what, four wins? And, yeah, and they like, stink. Five? So, I mean, so I there's, there is no guarantee. It also does put in perspective even more what, it, what the Chiefs have been able to do over the last seven years of winning AFC West titles consistently. It puts that in perspective and how, how amazing that is. But, yeah, I, I, I don't like the ultimate outcome here, but it, it's been approved. It's done. Uh, and hopefully the Chiefs just take care of business. Do you see the Ravens and, are already, like, essentially yeah. making jokes about it? Oh, because of the coin flip possibility? Yeah. They're just like, the scene is set, and then it's just a graphic. Win, plus a Chargers win, plus a coin toss win, equals Ravens home playoff game. Like, they're happy that there's even an opportunity for them to host that chance. I, absent, like, here's the problem. And Pete makes a good point. That's something we hadn't spent a lot of time talking about. The Bills do still have to get there. 
the Chiefs still have the easiest way to get there. They're only going to have to win one game. That game will be against one of these four opponents. Baltimore, you mean to win two games, you mean? like this, they, this To get to the AFC title game. That's I meant to get to the AFC title game. Well, that's all. They have to win. I mean, they have to win tomorrow. Oh, sure, sure. Buffalo, I get. I meant in the postseason. Buffalo. That's why Buffalo has to win three, three, including Sunday. Yeah, to to just get to the AFC title game. Because if they lose that one, then everything else is they're definitively the two seed in Kansas City. He's gonna get the home playoff game. Like, but once the playoffs start, Kansas City is in an incredibly advantageous position. I think Arrowhead still matters. I still think you'd rather play at Arrowhead than play at a neutral site. But there were circumstances that before this terrible accident had happened on the field, that you were going to be visiting Buffalo, that you were going to be in an AFC title game center, and you were going to have to play three games, and you were still going to have to beat the Raiders in order to avoid having to visit Cincinnati and Buffalo, right? This could have gone so much worse. I understand that that little bit of feeling of, but if things ended right as they did, then this would be there. But the thing about, and I understand because Joe Mixon was complaining about the rule book. I think plenty of people are bringing it yeah. up because it does but say to me, what the, it does say what the protocol I understand, is. If but the like, game is canceled, but to me, the rule book also gives them flexibility. It's important if to a have rule that doesn't exist. If a rule doesn't exist, it gives them flexibility to come up with new rules. Yes, but the rule already existed, man. Well, it, it clearly already it, said, but it gives them flexibility. Even if the rule does exist, it just does. They altered the COVID rules in the middle of the year. You can change things for special circumstances. To me, the two are always still related. And here's the thing. The one thing that bothers me a little bit about what the NFL is doing, because I'm getting a little bit of credit for taking humanity into play, which is what I think is occurring here. The problem I do have is they were never going to lose any money by pushing the playoffs back a week. What was their fear in that regard? With the Pro Bowl, I guess. Zero money was going to be just to the Pro Bowl the week after. That would be their My only guess thought, is I that guess. they had enough TV partners in their back pocket and be like, no, 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 no. We got other programming. We got other plans. We don't need you messing up our world. My guess is big money from television markets, from television companies, we're pushing them to have these games. And that's unfortunate because honestly, absolutely the most fair solution would have been for them to play this game this Week. That was the logic. That was always the logic, but they decided against that. We'll head out to Buffalo, as I said, in about 15 minutes or so. Uh, Mike Shope uh, from WGR 550 get their perspective on this entire week uh, and where the Buffalo Bills are at heading into their game, but also the reaction in Buffalo to the news now. If you're just joining us again, the NFL has voted on and confirmed and approved the changes of the postseason that came out last night, which includes the possibility of the Chiefs having to play a neutral site AFC title game just, in, in the right scenario. Just real quick, did you think that there was any chance they were going to do it that way? When all these ideas were being floated around and we were mocking some and not mocking others, did you think the neutral site thing was real? No. no. I didn't think so. That's why I was curious. Yeah. I think that's why you hate it more. Yeah, Not because, that it is, because yeah. like we were dunking on some of my eighth playoff team. Well, that, ha, 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 that's stupid. Thing, if you're telling me, do I have a choice between the two, the eighth playoff team or this, I, I would, I would, just the eighth playoff team makes no sense. I would have preferred, I'm dead serious, Six playoff teams. I would have preferred that to eight. And I know that maybe that's silly, but that's the case. By the way, we did think that it seemed like Lamar Jackson was pacing towards playing, but now John Harbaugh has ruled him out. Is he going to even play in the playoffs? Like, are we sure? I don't know, man. They keep saying that they're confident he'll be available okay. for them in the playoffs. But no Lamar Jackson. I mean, they're going to play in a wild card game next weekend. The Ravens will. Hypothetically, like in a team that they would have just faced in the last week of the regular season. Because the way it's bearing out right now, Cincinnati and Baltimore are going to play each other back to back. Yes. Maybe Baltimore's just settled into the six. I don't know why you would. Home playoff game means so much more, especially with Lamar. As in... And well, if Baltimore loses, then that means the Chargers don't need to play their starters in the afternoon game on Sunday, and the Chargers would have the five seed locked up. And they shouldn't. They should rest their starters to try to go beat Jacksonville. 
that's the scary one for me if you're Kansas City because I don't feel like the seven seeds got any chance to beat Buffalo. All right, uh, you had mentioned to me uh, earlier this morning that your kid keeps asking you for something. You didn't tell me what it was. I have no idea where this is heading. I, I'm assuming this is something that you probably should be giving your kid. Love, okay, attention, <laughs> care. That's enough, all right? I have a real question, and we like to reveal parts of our lives in this show, and I would like some advice. How come you guys never ask for advice? You just got your whole life figured out, Nick? You just cooking through aces? No, I, no problem. It's I all solved. I figure out my stuff off the air, you know? We do a four-hour radio show. I think people like yeah, to know all you bring to the All you bring to the air are problems. You ever noticed that? Well, he's talking them out. What solution am I supposed to bring? Well, no, you don't ever, you don't ever tell like, would, funny stories. It's just always like, here's what's going on in my life. Help me. Mm. What funny story? Well, like, I told a funny story. for you. I've, I've told funny stories sometimes, but Who, occasionally, when? yes. When's the last time you made either one of us laugh? Okay. I don't think we need to go that far, but I think there's plenty of times on this airway that I make you laugh. The point is, I have a question, <laughs> and normally the air is, this is like, a, this is an open forum. There are a lot of parents who listen to this, plus I am always curious what you would do as non-parents, because it feels like your perspective is different than my own. My kid, and this, this conversation has come up, so, but it's progressed. You might remember a conversation we'd had around Halloween, a funny story, if you will, Nick, in which I tried to approach the parents of a, a, a friend of my child's about maybe getting them together outside of school. And then they kind of brushed me off at a trunk or treat, and I kind of moved on. But my older daughter has asked no short of 300 times if she can spend time with her friend outside of school. Mm. I made the slight approach to try to do it. Do I just ignore it, hoping she will forget that she wants to hang out with this friend. Or if I don't, what is the next logical step to get okay. in touch with these you parents to try like to get months? them together? Yeah, this has been going on for a couple months. I think this is a quick solution here. It you, is? You know, you know the, the child's name? Yes. Do you know the last name? Uh, no. Could you not? Do you not have like a... Like, do you know? They don't give us a roster of children's last names, so it turns out in schooling. And if you ask the teacher, hey, what's the child's last name? They also don't provide Ask that. the parent's name. Dude, are you kidding me? You say, hey, th- your teacher knows that they're friends in class. It's not going to be surprising to her. I thought about maybe writing a note s- that she oh could take my. to a friend that could give to the parent. A note? What are you? No, no, that's the worst idea. That's so creepy. I would just have my wife write it. It'd just be like, hey, no. Daughter's been talking about getting together and just send it home with her daughter. What's wrong no, with that? No, dude. That's creepy. Don't write a note. Are you saying when you've picked up your, your kid from school? Her aunt picks her up. And we don't, like, you got to get out of the car. It's a whole thing. Yeah, so do you, you think not, getting out of the car, if, do you think so you that's know, a solution? You know, hold on, you know, hold on, I know the car that the kid know, gets picked up, and they're in the okay. car line like us. I don't think that's that creepy if you're at school and your daughter's friends. If you're going out, maybe maybe on purpose, you go and you go and grab your daughter, and and they're saying you bye can't to do each that. other. You can't and, do that in the – there's not enough time. What? I, hold on. To be clear, there is not enough time. They get you out of that car line quick, man. They can't be holding things up. There's not enough time to take my kid over to the car and be like, can they hang out outside of school to her aunt? There's not enough time. For and that's not even listen, the direct Cody, communication. Cody, if if you can't figure out an easier way to do this, then <laughs> just give up. Because, like, this is already making my head hurt. Like, it shouldn't be that hard to organize a play date. All right? So, but I don't know their parents. Then then it's over. Then it's over. So I, I just have to disappoint my kid? She asks all the time, dude. Cody, kids are resilient. She will be <laughs> fine. And honestly... The chances of the, these two being like lifelong friends are pretty slim anyway. So she'll find another friend and move on. Text line is being helpful from the 75. Nobody cares about Cody's problems. Can the show go back to Nick and Gold? <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> All right. 
It's almost like, well, could you ask your daughter to ask for a phone number? Would your daughter, would that work at all? They're six. I don't think they know their phone numbers. That's what I'm saying. That's why I suggested a note card. To just mm. explain the situation to send home with their daughter. That doesn't seem all that. Then I'm putting it fully I in their I think your court. wife just needs to handle this then. Yeah, you're I not think she del- writes a note. I'm I not using my I think you're not delicate this. enough. You need to get as far away from this oh, situation. Someone's as actually right. Why don't you ask? You know, you, you said the teacher's not just going to give you the information of another parent. Ask the teacher to give, give my information. Give, email the teacher, explain the situation, give the her, and okay. then have her I, pass that might, it that along. Might, that's putting it in their court too. That, yeah. that seems okay. I assume that if I give approval, that, that that's okay. I don't know if the teacher's got some rule about whether or not they're allowed to share my information, but I assume if... If you give approval, what's... I mean, I I guess I don't understand why... You said there's not enough time with the pickup. I just don't get why you can't... If you know that it's the aunt that's picking up the dog, why don't you introduce yourself, not to the child, but to the adult... And say, I, I'm Cody. I, would have to I do am it. Ruby's father. Do you not think that that's less correct? So like that, kid, too. Okay, I am Ruby's whatever. father. <laughs> there is time. I'm Ruby's creepy I, father. There is time if I go without the kid. But I the the it gives me anxiety, if we're being honest. The thought of getting out of my car, walking over to their car, tapping on the glass just to be like, can our kids, can, What's can the worst your that's gonna happen? niece hang out with my kid? I don't know, man. Embarrassment. We don't say it like that, Cody. You don't say, can my niece? Uh, we say, got hey, the solution. Our kids guys. are friends. My, my daughter would love to have a play date uh, with you guys if that's something you'd be open to. Textline has a solution. Your, your kid just needs to play at a neutral place or flip a coin <laughs> and yeah. figure out where to play. And neutral all that. place is definitely neutral the way place. to play. That's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it could be as simple as oh, that says, person's parents listen just, to the show. Someone said, just it. let it go. Most people are just like, who cares? They're all saying, someone's basically suggesting to lie to your daughter and say, you tried. You tried and move on. Have you considered Just that lie. maybe her parents listen to the show and they hear you talking about mm. public sex? And <laughs> There's no way her parents know who I am. Really? I know a couple of things about them, and one includes Are the fact that, they moved, that from, bad? they moved from out of town. <laughs> so they're not listening to sports radio from a town that they didn't grow up in. That seems unlikely. My brother once pooped in like a gum bucket. <laughs> Why would you play that off in, in, in a what? That audio has been played in so long on this show. And that that that's the concern that maybe the parent has. They think I'm a degenerate? Just saying, man. They wouldn't be the first. I thought maybe I could make an introduction to the child's birthday party. There's been no birthday party invites. Zero. Hmm. Apparently kids stop having birthday parties. What? I don't know, man. There's only been one invite, and it was for a small group, not for the whole class. There's not been a single other birthday invite right, for her dumb, to go this to. This is a class. dumb question of someone that does not have a kid. If you're having issues getting in contact with the parent to hang out with, for your children to hang out, how on earth are you getting the birthday invitation and all that? They get dropped off as birthday cards to the kids at school. They just come home with them. So the note is why you're suggesting. Is this why you're suggesting a note? Okay, maybe that's what you should do. Hmm. That's what seemed like. And again, I wouldn't write it. My wife, who's probably much more tactful than me. She can write it and be kind and put her phone number so that they don't feel <laughs> like I'm a weirdo, apparently. Hmm. It's not going to be good when some of these parents at these schools <laughs> start realizing who I am. That's not going to be good for my child. Coming up next, right out to Buffalo, Mike Shope of WGR 550 will get his reaction to the NFL's news today about what they're going to do for the playoff seating next. There's Kelsey to the end zone. Cody and Gold brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss the Chiefs Red Half Hour every day at 1130 on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? 
Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, back here on Cody and Gold. Alex Gold. Cody Tapp, Nick Schwartz with you. We'll get to the random question today here in about 15 minutes or so. We've talked so much, of course, this week about everything going on with Damar Hamlin and the great news again that we got earlier this morning that he was able to speak to the team over FaceTime and had his breathing tube removed and continues to progress in the direction that everybody has been hoping for. We also learned in the last half hour the, the final approval on what the football implications are going to be, the seating, potential neutral site, all of that. I wanted to get a Buffalo perspective on this and welcome in uh, a friend of the show, Mike Shope, our sister station up at WGR 550. We've had Mike on multiple times over the last couple of years talking about the, the football side of things, which we can get to in a second. But I do have to ask, like, what has this week been like from your guys' perspective in Buffalo? We've been kind of from afar discussing, obviously, as much as the country has. Yeah, and it has been really incredible to see the whole sports world reacts to DeMar Hamlin, a player that was not well-known uh, before Monday night. I mean, you had Donovan Mitchell of the Cleveland Cavaliers score 71 points in a game and come out for his media and talk about DeMar Hamlin. Uh, I think that might have been Tuesday or even Wednesday. Yeah. So it's been, you know, a, a, it was horrifying to watch. It's for anybody. It's incredible how the competitive aspect of football just is completely removed when the injury happens and everybody is sort of on the same team in that moment. And as you mentioned, his progress has been amazing this week. I was, I chose, I guess, to be hopeful for him. I, they, they're so well equipped in the NFL to handle these emergencies. And that was demonstrated again here uh, this week. Um, if you were asking about like doing our job, you know, it's different, right? It's challenging when basically you're, you're talking about sports and competition and the standings every day. And then like, you can't do that and you don't have any impulse to do that. But, um, he's been an amazing story and it's so nice to see how well he's doing, uh, including today with the playoff scenarios, I think. A lot what happens in fan bases, as you know, Mike, is everyone's like, we all got screwed, 
Right? Everyone is somehow getting the short end of the stick. How is it being taken by Buffalo fans that this might be the setup, that if the Chiefs are to win this weekend, the Bills will have no chance at the number one seed but could still get to an AFC title game and not have to come to Arrowhead? Are they feeling that that is a fair solution? Well, I guess I'm going to find out in a couple hours. Um, <laughs> I, there's always there's always that element, like you said. In my opinion, it's all very reasonable what was decided. And as I was tweeting with Alex last night, like my opinion was, I don't think the league needed to do anything. Um, but they did this, and I think the only team that has any sort of real gripe would be Cincinnati, because Cincinnati didn't get the chance to beat Buffalo and they were looking good to do to toward doing that. Um, and this coin flip with Baltimore, the league looks like it meant a lot to the league to have this week's games matter to everybody, yeah. like to have the Bills show up, to have the Bengals show up. And so when it's like this, I mean, something has to be done. I was telling Alex, like, I never thought it was going to be possible to, to push the playoffs back. Um, and I think that was really the only other move. Other than just other than to just ignore the competitive inequities and just let it roll, I think in this case, and I'm curious if you guys think the same. Because again, your perspective is different than ours. I looked at it as the NFL decided to do something that also involved caring about people. If that makes sense, if they were just making the straight business decision, win percentage and we move on. But they were trying to factor in the circumstances that got them here which is why they were trying to create a universe in which either result could have happened in that game affecting either of these four teams. Therefore, let's create every scenario that could have led to that. Sure. Um, and that's, you know, how can you complain really about that sentiment? I, I wouldn't want to do that. It's interesting how a couple, a couple other things here. Um, I go back to the 90s Bills teams that won the AFC championship four years in a row, the fourth of which was a game against the chiefs. And there were times in those days that the conversation was about playing championship games at neutral sites that, Oh, Buffalo, it's unfair. They've never lost their, the weather advantage, you know, come on. Now I haven't heard that conversation very much again ever, but you know, you know what, what you get in college football, if that can pertain, maybe they, maybe this is our future with the championship games and neutral sites, maybe not. So um, there's that. And I think not that it necessarily entered the NFL's minds, but here part of it is that the bills have lost in Kansas city the last two years. And so the prospect of going there again in a year where maybe that isn't entirely deserved, maybe um, will would bother fans, if not the bills too. Like that's, that's part of it. It shouldn't be relevant to what the league decided, and I'm not sure that it is, but it's, you know, something we're going to know and think about. We're talking to Mike Shope of WGR 550 up in Buffalo. It's interesting you brought up kind of the, the idea, is this the future of, of, of AFC title games? That's something that I had brought up earlier in the show today as well, because I, I don't think it would be completely unheard of if at some point in time over the next, I don't know, 10 or 15 years, they decided uh, to play these championship games as kind of mini Super Bowls, build it up, neutral site games, and have huge corporate sponsors, and it's just kind of what we become used to. I mean, this is a league that we never thought probably was going to play every Thursday night, and yet they do. They play in London. They play in Germany. They play in Mexico City. Like, I, don't, I don't think it's crazy to think that if the neutral site actually went well and created kind of an interesting atmosphere, that the league couldn't try to take advantage of that from a revenue standpoint down the road. I agree, and it's 
I don't know if I, I don't know how likely it is that it would succeed. Um, friend of mine through fantasy football tweeted today. No, you know what? Actually, I have to correct that. I think it was Sam Monson, one, one of the two guys. Sure. I'm sorry yeah. that I don't know. Somebody tweeted, "If you want a neutral site, use the team of the three that didn't win." So, for instance, <laughs> play Bills, Chiefs, yeah. and Cincinnati. <laughs> we joked you about know? that too. And, yeah, like, but would that succeed? Never ever. <laughs> right, right. Like, you, you, you would come, and since Bengals fans would come, but we would not attend Chiefs Bengals. Right, at, you know, Highmark Stadium. Could you imagine? Like, I know, sorry, you have to actually. If you attended and had a ticket to the last game, Mike, we're going to make it that you're required to now go to yeah. this one. I guess just beer at sales least, will continue through the fourth quarter. <laughs> right, at least one bridge too far. Yeah, that's it. But I mean, the neutral site part. I, I am curious how quickly and what city they announce. We here just kind of assume they'll be like Indianapolis. Feels like it's pretty much in the middle. But part of me, Mike, really wants an outdoor stadium. I don't think the NFL will do it. But if it was Cincinnati, Buffalo, and Kansas City, that game was going to be outside in cold weather. Why not just do something different? (laughs) I don't think they'll do that either, but I don't know. Indianapolis would also be my guess. I guess Detroit is out. Uh, So, you know, the Bills have already had one game moved to Detroit this year. That won't be the case. You know, you don't want – I love that idea, too. I, I, I'm 51 years old. I love the outdoor stuff. The Bills are a part of their, their tradition and their, you know, their image playing in bad weather. But that weather can sometimes wreck a game. So, you know, at least they would eliminate that possibility. Not that that's happened too many times. You just wouldn't want it to happen to you. Lastly, Mike, just this weekend, uh, I know the, the, the great news and updates that we continue to get and that the team got today over FaceTime has to be extremely uplifting – but, I mean, I can't imagine the mental toll uh, and lack of sleep among everything else that Buffalo Bills players have dealt with this week. I mean, what is the feeling in Buffalo just about this game, a game that does mean a lot for the Bills against the Patriots? Without the, the known progress Hamlin has made the last 36 hours, I would be very worried for them on the field. You know, it's 53 men, and that would be a very wide range of emotions and attitudes. You saw in the moments in Cincinnati when it seemed possible that the game would resume, how you have some Bills players who are in agony, and then you have Stephon Diggs, who is probably also in agony, getting back into play game mode, like yelling at guys and trying to fire up people. And so there would be some players on the team that would be like the leaders in that way, and not everybody would be as easy, easy to come along. But I, I do think, and this was echoed by Josh Allen yesterday, when he said, I'm ready about playing that preparation aside, because that's been a trying week in that way, like the literal game planning for new England, it is a team they know well um, and should be able to beat anyway. But I think that the updates on Hamlin have been so good that this team will be very fired up that stadium. There've been so many amazing days there and weather's been a part of that, but this will be a, a super emotional day. I, I bet they have Hamlin who's talking now, record something for the mm. crowd. Like, I think wow, it's yeah. going to be supercharged. So I say good luck, Patriots. No, I mean, we were, we were talking earlier. I mean, you, it almost has this feeling that the Bills might destroy the Patriots on Sunday. Like, it would not surprise yeah. me because of everything you're, you're laying out there as well. Mike, good well, to talk. The, la- the, last time, the, the last time they were here, the Bills scored seven touchdowns on seven possessions <laughs> in the playoffs. <laughs> well, there you go. Good. There you go. Mike, great to have you on the show. Appreciate your perspective, and uh, I'm, I'm sure we'll catch up here in a couple weeks probably. I always love talking to you guys. Thank you for calling me, and good luck tomorrow.
There you go. Likewise, there you go. That is Mike Schoep from WGR 550 up in Buffalo, our sister station. Uh, and obviously, uh, you know, we, we of course, uh, early in the week had different type of shows here, shows here in Kansas City. I, that's why I wanted to bring them on. Imagine what it's been like uh, up in Buffalo where it was uh, someone on, on a team that everybody in that city directly, of course, roots for. Everybody was rooting for the, the health of DeMar Hamlin. Well, and, uh, and then the players you grew up or do cheer for, yeah. watching them go through those kind of states. And he's right. Yesterday, yesterday felt like the mood finally got to shift for the Bills. Yeah, and then today to have their the players talking. Video. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's Hamlin's talking to them. He's telling them go get you know like all of the things that that you needed to hear, like all the good news you needed to hear. Like you said, there'd be a chance sometime next week these teams wouldn't even be. Like the you know these two team he might be out of the hospital yeah, he might be able to visit yeah. some of his teammates so random question been really good for you gold for you Nick and over in the text line nine one three five eight six seven six ten of course the random question today brought to you by the Windows Source of Kansas City this one comes to us from the world of college basketball we're talking about it a little bit like we were going to do it in the trash of the day but I'm going to ask you a question following this clip because just so it turns out it is a bad idea if you're an equipment manager. And a game starts late due to what? Leaving the team's jerseys at the hotel. And Florida, as the Aggies make their SEC debut of the season, and Florida tries to snap a two-game losing streak, uh, but there's a fly in the ultimate. Todd Golden told moments ago that the game will not start on time because Texas A&M's uniforms were left at the team hotel. So, <laughs> rush hour traffic being what it is in Gainesville, somebody's got a scoop back there pick up the jerseys and shorts and come back to exact tech and until then todd golden and his gators will get some more shots up and we will be del delayed that <laughs> seems bad right the fact that you would do that one that equipment manager that's going to be tough I, I mean i guess they don't try to check the uniforms so what 10 minutes before tip off it's just crazy to me how you wouldn't have figured that out earlier. that feels like <laughs> the only thing you have to bring is a basketball, basketball yeah. and the jerseys they have to wear in order to play said basketball game. So the question I have for you, brought to you by the window source of Kansas City, is what is the worst thing you have left behind and for what time? So I would almost – so I once got all the way to St. Louis before I realized I left my wallet behind on a drive to Florida, which is bad. Oh, that's – but, but I was with my wife. There's another capable driver, and I got it FedEx down. That seemed bad. The worst I think I ever did as far as the negative mm. impact for me, because eventually I got my wallet back. I drove the rest of the way down there. I figured if I get pulled over, I could prove it. The absolute worst was when we were delivering, when I was in the courier work, and we were delivering movie prints, and I had to deliver one to Lincoln, Nebraska. So I had, I was with my then-girlfriend at the time, who's now my wife. Wait, was this the girlfriend, the, no. the World's a Fun incident, the park no, incident, just, or the My other... current wife. Okay. We... I had put, I had picked up the movie in her car. I put him in her trunk, and then I took my car to Lincoln. I drove <laughs> my car all the way to Lincoln, and I swear to God, it was right as I was putting the key in the trunk, and I'm like, oh, no. It's not in there. The See, movie's I not. So I drove four hours out of my <laughs> way without even the thing I was supposed to drive up there with. It was the worst. Look, man. I thought this was going to be worse. I thought you were going to say that your courier work and you were delivered. You left a heart. heart. You nope, left a nope. heart in somebody else's very careful with your And you literally cost someone's life. If that was the case. Um, I was thinking when you asked the question, like, I don't know if I have one. Then, then it hit me. I think I was maybe 10 years old, maybe nine years old, whatever the last time I went to Disney world as a kid. So I, I maybe nine or 10. It's the last time I ever went to Disney world. And we were there uh, with my twin sister and my other sister and some other people. 
and we had just gone to one of the I don't know uh, what do you call it merchandise stores whatever I'm, sure. I'm thinking like of a, just a shop sure. yeah right so, so I think that we had bought some hoodies and some shirts and it's Disney World so it's of course way overpriced and insane anyway we're like oh two thousand dollars for a couple of hoodies we're, sure. we're walking and we all stop in I don't know if it was in front of some Disney character or statue or something to take a photo and set the oh, bag set the bag no. set the bag down we take the photo and we all just keep walking and then like twenty minutes later my mom was like we're Where's the bag? Because I was carrying it. Oh, so you were responsible. Mm-hmm. And maybe I was older than 10. I don't know. Um, but anyway, I left. And so that was like hundreds of dollars in clothing Ooh. and apparel and stuff gone. And so I still, every once in a while, will get some heat for that one. Will you? Every, every once in a while, they'll give me a hard time. I mean, I someone stole it, obviously. I mean, I left it. Someone saw a bunch of free stuff and walked away. I'm a very forgetful person, so <laughs> I've got multiple. So you um, got a few? I mean, I've left town multiple times without any luggage. Luggage. Yeah, when I'll just I'll get to work and I'll what? realize, like in the past year, oh, I'll get to work and realize I've got a flight at you know four o'clock or three thirty. Like, I don't have a suitcase, and I forgot it at home. It's sitting right by my door. Oh, you had to, you left the show at one thirty one time yeah, in order to go yeah, get yeah. your luggage. Yeah, there was one time I stayed here. I had a flight at like six o'clock, and I just stayed at work because I didn't want to go home. And I just sat around and did nothing for two and a half hours before I realized, oh, I left my suitcase at home. If I would have just went home after work, I would have had ample time. But instead, I'm going to Dallas without any luggage. But uh, honestly, when I was in, uh, we, we were when I was in on vacation last month, I we were getting on a train to go from one city to the next. And when Lindsay was like, "Did you grab the passports from the safe?" Oh. <gasps> I had not grabbed the passports from the safe, so I just left her all my stuff. I'm like, you got to get this on the train. I had 12 minutes to get back to my hotel, which was, you know, two miles away, and grab the passports, get back. So I literally, I I was planning on running, or I was not two miles. It was like a mile away, but it's a big city, so I'm like, I, I see a cab. Mm-hmm. And I literally, it was just like the movies where I ran up to the cab. <laughs> and I was like, you need to get me to this hotel as quickly as possible. I'll pay you whatever you want. Please, I got to be back here in 10 minutes. And the dude just floored it. <laughs> just going like the wrong way down one-way streets. I was like, just stay here. And ran up, got back right as the train was about to leave. <laughs> Jumped on. Was it your responsibility, the passports? It, no, it was like a joint response. We had both just, neither one of us had said anything. And yeah. that The feeling of all of a sudden you're like, Oh my God! Did you get the passports out of the safe? And you're like, ah! Traveling internationally with passports is—it's nerve-wracking because that's everything. You I mean, cannot—it's yeah. something you cannot afford to lose. It's going to cause big problems if you don't. This person said they were a former college equipment manager. Worst fear, obviously, is that you wouldn't have that. From the eight one six, my brother as a kid had a habit of going on vacation without any shoes. <laughs> Got in the car without them. Never thought twice about it. Get where they're going. They just didn't have any shoes on. You'd be like. That's not even a cool. That's not even a thing you can buy at the airport if you forgot. Right. It's not easy to be like, "Hey, let's go to the let's go get some tennis shoes," since you somehow left yours on the way to our vacation. Yeah, let's go and get the, the new KCI uh, MCI terminal. Let's get that a shoe store in there just for for that individual as well. Someone says Nick worst thing was uh, he left behind uh, was control on his fastball when he threw that fastball near the police yeah. officer's head. But that was tough. I lost it that day. But I've got it back since then, so it's all good. You redo? From the 816, speaking of that, I was buying ammunition for a hunting trip to Zona Rosa, walked to 54th Street, and left the ammo in the booth after eating. Realized when I got home, called the restaurant, the cops got involved. It was not a good day. You can't just leave a bucket of bullets in a booth at a restaurant (laughs) without somebody noticing. I've left my gat at a restaurant before, so I I can relate. Your gat? Yeah, I've left my gat. 
at a restaurant, okay. a movie theater one time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't own a gun? No. So then, <laughs> you fired one though. We've discussed this. Yeah, when I was a kid, I used to go hunting all the time. You ever been hunting gold? Could hunting, you load? No, a, could you I've, load a handgun? Cody? I, have, I yeah. have fired a gun. I think so. A handful of times because we've we've could. talked about this, but I I, I don't go hunting. I, I've never just, loaded one, but I think I could. We did this like poker. Then you can't do it. Thing if you've Wichita. never loaded one, then you can't do it. I've seen movies. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay is right. <laughs> that is the only okay. acceptable okay, response to I've seen this, movies. This isn't. This isn't like the fifty percent of men who are coming and land a pl- land a plane. Okay. This is a very different circumstance. This requires a different level of knowledge. If you've never actually put bullets into a clip, it can be sort of difficult if you're not if you don't know what to expect. What am I being timed? You said can I do it? And the answer it to requires that is more yes. more force than you may think. Okay. I think I could probably figure that out. Okay, well, I'm just saying if we were in like an old western duel and we both we were starting with empty handguns. I like that we're in an old western. Well, that loads a lot different, man. An old <laughs> western duel, we're not loading a clip in that situation. We're loading our yeah. six-shooter. And that one doesn't require more force. <laughs> that one just so goes similar, in. actually. Probably. Your ass would still be dead. Wow. How do we test this? Do we get Nerf guns into a duel? Hell yeah. Is Let's that go. how we do this? We Let's each go. go buy Or a... we can do pellet guns if you want. <sighs> you want to make it feel more real. Are you going to do those plastic pellet ones? I don't want to get shot with a metal pellet. I'm going to lose an eye. No, we're not going to do metal, metal pellets, dude. Those are, <laughs> you know what, metal pellets. <laughs> yeah. We used to, my, my brother and I, we had like one of those, like the, the rubbery plastic Let's pellet Let's get guns. this conversation out of the way now before <laughs> Spec returns and just <laughs> shuts to, it all down. We used <laughs> to have one of those like rubber, metal, those rubber pellet guns. My brother and I would just play the game where one person got to hide it empty. One person got to hide it empty, and the whole goal was to point it at the other person to, like, have the air go off so that you lost the game. We did it for hours when we were kids. It's not a great game for kids to play, so it turns out. Now we wonder why about, about 30 minutes ago, Cody was asking why this child won't hang out with his own child. <laughs> My why, kids don't do that. Why your child? And now we know because this is it. This is it. This whole conversation. This I appreciate is the Home Alone jokes on here. But mm-hmm. I'm pretty, like from the was like, I'm pretty sure Nick once forgot he packed Someone, a dead. Hearing Nick and Cody over. talk about guns is painful. Please stop saying clip. It's a magazine. That's from okay. the eight five. Not where eight. I'm from. We call it clips. Yeah. Someone says like in the mean streets of Winnetonka. <laughs> uh, says, Lawyer here had a trial jury trial two counties away. They left their entire. Uh, file in their office <laughs> as they walk to court. That's, that's a bad one. That's <laughs> that a one's bad one. rough. I wonder how your client felt about that one. Probably not that, great. He says his client was convicted. <laughs> <laughs> Please respond with Sucka. what? Please respond with what? Because if it's... I'm, I'm very curious now how serious of a, of a case this was. If they're all serious, Sounds right? like he had it coming. Murder trial. Should have hired a better deal. lawyer. That's should I, why is a bad lawyer just because he's forgetful? Uh, yeah, that's I think the, I think starters. it's kind of a bare minimum. I don't know much about the law, <laughs> but I know if you're a lawyer, you should probably not forget uh, case files at home. It's like the only thing not to forget. It'd be like, oh, I forgot my tie. You'll be fine. Felony meth. Well, whew, sounds like he's probably going away anyway. Yeah. Oh, geez. You're doing society a favor <laughs> there, pal. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's the random question of the day right here on uh, on Cody and Gold. It's a good Going one. It's a good on one. On a Friday. On Wait, a Friday. What was the question again? Uh, <laughs> What's the worst thing you've left behind? Okay. Yeah, files for uh, a felony meth charge. That's that's going to be tough to beat. I'm not going to lie. We could take these for the rest of the show, and I don't know where we're beating that one. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, man. All right. Coming up next, we're getting uh, back into the one o'clock hour, back into some Chiefs. And we know the neutral side is a possibility. So what could the neutral side be? And what's really at stake? A lot of it in the NFL outside of the Chiefs. Next. You're listening to Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gant. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 